SAFM, leading the conversation. Late Night Conversations with Patricia Anduli, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. SAFM leading the conversations. It is late night conversations. We're speaking social and health conversations. We'd like to hear from you as we speak about the topic looking after other people while you are under pressure. I'm sure you're experiencing some sort of pressure. And if you're a parent or a caregiver looking after your parents who are elderly or looking after children or perhaps the sort of employment you have deals with looking after other people, how are you coping? How are you surviving? How are you able to take time for yourself take a breather maybe you do what I do go into the bathroom and take a long bath and just de-stress with some bath salts and some scented candles um, other people go, go go for a jog thank goodness that we can now jog and that's their time alone um, other people find music as a de-stressor so let's talk about mechanisms that you are utilizing to look after yourself and perhaps you could be doing what the MEC of Health of the Western Cape Dr. Noma French Mbombo was telling us that she does that she lets go of the things that she cannot fix and she cannot change and the negativity and she allows herself to just rest from all the negativity and also she she makes sure that the people around her are able to help her so she allows herself to be vulnerable. So let's hear from you on our social media platforms at SAFM Radio at Patricia N. Dooley or you can call us on 0891-104-207 We're also available on 011-714-2788 on WhatsApp 06 614-104-107. I'd like to thank uh, Rich Stina, who is uh, from uh, the Young Nurses in Daba Trade Union, and he's the General Secretary there. Rich, thank you so very much for holding for us, and we appreciate your time. Thank you, thank you, Patricia. Thank you for having me. Uh, uh, evening to your listeners and you and your team, the institute. Now, Rich, you know, we are talking about how one can look after others and also look after themselves, despite the fact that they are under pressure. And we are aware that a lot of people, especially in the profession that you are in, are under a lot of pressure. Talk to us about some of the the, 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 the mechanisms that are available or the resources available to professionals out there who are under pressure. Uh. <laughs> Unfortunately, in our um, in, in, in our healthcare sector, particularly in in public sector, uh, it, like mechanisms like um, like debriefing and uh, taking care of the carer, is something that we've been complaining about as as nurses at large in the public sector. That we 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 are just thrown into the deep end, and uh, and uh, we have to see ourselves how what is it that we need to do to keep on keeping on so as a result we we are our own motivational speakers we 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 motivate each other we we talk about our frustrations more especially in these days because we are using social media platforms and all that you when you are sharing our frustrations particularly on facebook and uh, twitter and, and whatsapp as well so you realize that okay it's it's not only in my hospital where where we are under pressure and we want to give up. There is rudeness, substandard performance, mediocrity here and there. So you you realize that okay, we are not the only ones. We we are like facing the same enemy, all of us. But because remember, in, in uh, our profession, nursing is a, a foundation of religion. That is Christianity to be exact. So 
there's a practice, something that we usually do every day when we we knock, uh, we, we, we we report on duty in the morning. Uh, we will take that report, and then after taking the report, we we sing and pray. So even if we are not a Christian or we are not into religion, that you end up finding yourself immersed in, in, into that praising moment, and we pray. Then after that, we motivate each other, like. For my, for me, uh, for example, I, I like motivation and, and and stuff like that. So we share all these things so that at least we can we can keep on going on. But in terms of our facilities, saying maybe they have um, an area or there, there's some activity or a, a, a place where we have to go and and vent or if you want to cry, you cry. And no, we don't have such. It's just that we just confined on each other. We talk about this. We motivate each other and keep on telling each other to to keep on keeping on and be good um, and continue being of uh, good service to humankind. Now let's take it to your home environment. When you have the pressures that you are having at work and you are faced with uh, the pressures that you are faced with and with no real help that is um, at a professional level above yourselves except for yourselves as colleagues and um, peers, when you get into the home environment, you've got kids, you've got wives and husbands, you've got daughters and sons, you've got parents that you need to look after. How do you then make sure that you are emotionally and mentally sound after a hard day at work, after seeing the traumatic deaths that you see day in and day out, the traumatic people who are sick? How do you ensure that you are put together to look after the people at home? Um what what we usually encourage each other to do, even though it's it's I always say it's an impossible thing to 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 say um, it, before you get at home or advocate, you will see them when you get you get out. It's it's impossible. You can't leave yourself outside because when you are leaving your problems outside, it means you are leaving part of yourself, and it, that one is not uh, going to happen. Exactly when you are knocking off other um, uh, professional nurses and other nurses who have been in the system, they will say, "Forget about everything." Like I was listening to minister saying, "For that is, it's easy to say to say, um, rich when you leave." out uh, of that gate make sure everything that has happened in the hospital it stays in the hospital it's not easy so as a result you end up you end up taking your frustrations home remember like it's not all of us as as, as nurses i often say it's not all of us uh, in life generally who are emotionally strong who are spiritually strong and who are also um, uh, mentally strong on, and, and that others are absorbed, are absorbed by these frustrations and, and, and the, 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 the type of environment we are coming from, then they take that frustration back home. But again, when we are observing each other to say, at least if you have people who are going to listen, because it helps to talk about it, at least you know, you know that when you go home, you, you, you will talk about your frustrations. Sometimes talking is like you are venting, at least there's somebody who's listening to you. You end, you end up like um, using that as a functional way of, of, of facing your, your frustration. But again, it's not all of us. As a result, that is why in our public health system, you will find out that we have um, root nurses, we have people who just don't care, we have 
a, a lot of taxes. That's because they can't deal with this. They take the stress uh, at home. They, they Then at home, there's another stress again at home. You take that particular stress, you take it to work. And uh, as a result, as, as a nurse as, or a healthcare provider, you will end up in being being that nurse man who's not... Um, Who's not supposed to be in the system? It's because it's because maybe you 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 don't know you don't have you, you are using dysfunctional ways of solving problems. Me in particular, I, I'm a person. I, I like reading books. I, I write a lot. Like I'm saying, I'm my own motivational speaker because I believe in motivating others. So I I take it to myself to say I don't have any other way. I just need to stay positive about it, regardless of what has happened, so that it, it's not going to turn you into a monster, reduce you to nothing, and render your existence useless. You know, Rich, every point you are making is very pertinent. And uh, I'm, I'm glad you touched on the fact that um, some of the reason why people are, um, especially in the nursing profession, become cold is because there is no real help and the pressure's on every side. However, one needs to find coping mechanisms. Maybe it's a conversation that needs to be had with uh, the, the Department of Health at large so that they are able to hear the voices of nurses and uh, medical professions and put in place ways and means for them to be able to be assisted. However, I am aware that you're currently doing night shift. Um, uh, Benzito, our producer, told me that you're currently doing night shift. You're currently working. Mm. In the Mm. morning, um, I mean, the whole evening, you'll be looking at patients, some who have the COVID-19, some who are are, are with other diseases, whether it's a TB, HIV, Mm. uh, whatever it may be. When you get home, especially right now, and you are walking through that gate. Like you say, you don't leave the rich, the nurse at the gate and then walk in. Mm. You walk in with everything, epaulets and uniform and everything. When your family looks at you, especially with this pandemic that is airborne, that we are really not sure, don't you sometimes get the, the feeling that there's a bit of frustration from them or a bit of fear when they look at you as a medical profession to say, hey, stay away from Uncle Rich or Daddy because he might have COVID-19. Don't touch him. Don't, you know, don't, don't, don't sit close to him. And if you perhaps, you know, are swallowing some water and you get choked and you have a little bit of a <clears throat> and your kids yes. just start jumping and running away, does that not happen? And if it does, how does it make you feel? It, it happens. It, it happens a lot. Like, that is why we were even, as, as young nurses in Davosetin, and we were saying maybe we need, um, uh, South Africa was supposed to at least be having a, a place where those nurses who, who, who are missing these patients and they need to go back home and, and, and be with their families and, uh, and everyone that they are living with. They need to have a place like a, a, a nurse's home or a hotel somewhere so that so that they can just nurse these patients, go to that particular area, trying to keep the spread of the virus uh, to be a good. Because again, when you are going to, we, we, are, we get into the hospital and uh, we believe that's where this virus is. It, 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 it's fun because we have patients, by the way, who, who, who have been diagnosed, others uh, die, and others are suspects and stuff like that. Then you are nursing these patients, you are, you are going to take it, um, you are going to take this virus. Remember the issue of PPE we were complaining about but because we are nursing and we we have that emotional attachment to our patients sometimes you want you don't want to go and nurse that particular patient because there's no ppe 
then because that the heart, your heart, your 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 humanity, your oath, your your profession will push you to say that particular person in that isolation room is frustrated as well. So if we are not going to go and nurse that particular uh, person, that person we are just automatically killing the person. The anxiety and depression is just going to kill the person, and the immune system will go down and stuff like that. Then you end up you end up throwing yourself into the deep end without proper PPE. And then when you and get home, then what happens, Rich? When you get home and your family looks at you and be like, "Hey, Madume Rich, COVID nineteen." <laughs> exactly. That is what they that is what they usually say. Because you start by most of all when you are using let's say you are using public transport. It's also when you are using public transport because um you, you can see that people don't want to they see you have uniform and everything, so you are from uh, you are from work and they, they there's some form of trying to so, in other words, Rich, it's tough. It's tough all around. L- let's tough. go to a voice note quickly because of our time. We need to wrap up soon and uh, give Zolaka Kodashe uh, time to give us the news. But let's go to a voice note quickly. Uh, Patricia Tsavan uh, here from Durban. Just an affront from your case because for me it was the first time I've heard about, you know, the Nurses' Day and all that. So just an affront from your case. Uh, is the perception changer to uh, does it find that people appreciate or are more grateful uh, now to nurses than ever? Thank. Well, um, yeah, Rich, are people more grateful now to nurses because of this virus? <laughs> we were uh, laughing about uh, we were laughing at that yesterday, and we were saying for the first time. It has never happened in South Africa that everyone was like saying, nurses, you are important, we appreciate you, go out there, save save uh, our country, keep our country breathing. So in a way, that disaster came into our advantage. So, so now you've got leverage as the nursing professionals. Hopefully the increase in salaries will come. Thank you so very much, uh, Rich. <laughs> exactly. Uh, if that can happen, yeah, that would be nice. <laughs> Thank you so very much, Rich. Sitrina, Young Nurses in Daba Trade Union, we really appreciate you. Okay, thank you very much. Thank you for the, the opportunity. Let's go now to the beautiful voice of Zolega Kodashe.